Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com purpose. Parker, engineering your success. It is March 3rd, 2020. This is Atlanta United FC Weekly, a home before dark podcast. It's too sad. It's too sad a day. Do the choo-choo. People need this right now. (laughs) (laughs) That's a mistake. Oh, thank you guys for tuning in on this uh, beautiful Tuesday evening. The rain finally stopped. The rain stopped. I, I heard Adele was in town. What? She said fire to Okay. Well, the battery's exhausted. Yeah. And <laughs> so, so is that joke. <laughs> oh. Oh, no. <laughs> what you think? I was joking? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Garbage. Garbage. So, yeah, good to be back. Those of you joining us, a lot of familiar faces. Coach Steve, Gabe, Percy, Joe Johnstone, Domer. Uh, did I say Coach Steve already? I think I, I think I started with him to begin with. So, yeah, good to see everybody. Uh, new night this week. We're coming in with two shows tonight. We are going to do our regular show, and then we're going to be a guest on some buddies of ours up in cincinnati which we there we go hung out with them last year so we're going to be doing that at 9 15 so be sure to stay tuned on twitter to see that feed and that discussion with those guys and uh yeah we switched it up from last night to tonight so that we could do a double header and it's just a little easier on both of our schedules to do so so thanks for hanging out with us yeah I don't think we did introductions. I'm Tim Herb, as always. I'm joined by my lovely co-host, Mr. Kevin Bradley, across from me. And if you're not tuning in live and you didn't know that we were going to switch days, shame on you. The, yeah. the way to remedy that is if you're subscribed on YouTube, hit that Bell Holcomb icon. Yeah. 
hit that the, little bell, get a notification whenever we go live or whenever an episode posts, and you'll never miss it. Yeah. Except for when you're missing us. Yeah. And if you guys are listening to us on iTunes or podcast, make sure that you leave us a rating and or a review. If you leave us a review, we will read it live on the show, no matter what it says. Even the bad ones. Always. Always, always the, the bad, bad ones. ones. That's, yeah, just about it. All right. So. <clears throat> Tell me something positive. Tell me something good. Something positive. Well, we got first win. First season opener with a win. Yes. In four years, which is pretty good. Yeah, I would say so. Crushed Nashville's dreams of starting out their franchise with a win. I like that. Yeah, I especially like it after what happened on Saturday. Yeah. You've got got second round CCL coming up. You got your first regular season win in 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 a season opener. Those are good things. Um, Barco and Pity continue to show out and, and show that they're every bit of what you expect them to be and what you want them to be. Um, Mesa. What we need them to be. We'll get into all that, obviously. That'll, that'll be the big topic of discussion tonight with Joseph's injury. Um, you know, I think that there's a lot of parts of this team that we had question marks on that were a lot of new faces that we didn't know how they were going to fit in. And now all of those new faces I feel really comfortable with, and it's some of the familiar faces that we're going to have to replace, which is just another th- another task that we're challenged to overcome this season. So We've forged through injuries before. Granted, I don't think we've had one this bad before. We have been without Joseph. It was the first year, I want to say. Half a season. Half a season we lost uh, Joseph for. Yeah. Um, obviously it's very upsetting, um, mostly for him because of how disappointed, uh, he has to be knowing the competitor that he is and how much he wants to be on that field and representing the city, how much he loves the city and the club and, and likewise, and how much we return that in kind. And it sucks. I I, I posted on Twitter, but like if anybody's going to attack rehab and just get through it and destroy it, yeah, it's going to be him. Like I, he's going to be. He's going to be chopping at the bit. Yeah, I feel like he... I wouldn't be surprised if he comes out with a brace on trying to play. Well, that's the thing. I think we've shut him down for the year. Yeah, I know. So we got that extra quarter of a million dollars worth of salary that we can spend. Has that been confirmed, or was it just what Dan tweeted out, that he didn't see the designated player identifier or whatever next to his name? Or has it been confirmed that he's on IR for the season? To what I, from what I understand, that's what I, that's the general consensus that that would be the case. But I had not seen any official report saying that that would be done. I think sooner rather than later. It, it seems that if they have gotten a medical report saying that he's gotten a torn ACL and he's going to have to undergo surgery and treatment and everything, it's better to go ahead and put him on IR for the season and do so quickly so that you can start trying to find a replacement. The big struggle that Atlanta is going to have right now is how few of the transfer windows are open to try to acquire that piece. So with that in mind, I guess the big question is, does Atlanta, how Tim, what are your thoughts? What are you guys thoughts in the trap in, in the situation that Atlanta's in where we're so early in the season, we don't really know how Rosetta's going to fit into the formation. Um, you know, 
if John ends up being somewhat of a serviceable replacement for the time being, do you try to go into some of these lesser markets in that still have transfer windows still open? Or do you try to get through till the summer transfer window to get potentially a better signing then? I like what Joe Johnstone says. Hashtag Kunga squad. Recall Lagos Kunga. Yeah. Put him in the team. I, for me, it's kind of tough because, I mean, the first reports that came out were, you know, Daniel Sturridge. Yeah. And, you know, my immediate thought was, well, that seems like a perfect replacement. And then he, the reason he was terminating his contract with Traps and Spores because, you know, he was betting on soccer. Um, I, it's tough because a quarter of a million dollars worth of salary is obviously not going to get you a Joseph Martinez replacement. Is it going to get you somebody serviceable that can link up with PD, that can link up with Barco, that can give a few goals, but at the same time, I, I, dude, I have no idea. I have no idea what the front office is cooking no, up. Yeah. I don't know what to think at this point. This is definitely throws a wrench because, you know, Brittany. So Domer in the trap in the trap is saying it doesn't give us our DP spot back, which we know. Like no, if, if he's absolutely. on IR, yeah. we are given a certain amount of salary that we can, you know, salary cap relief, so we can go and get a replacement. Problem with that is, can't repl- first of all, you can't replace the best player in the league. No. Arguably, the best player in the league. To me, he is. Top um, three, at least. Worst case. Top three. two, at, at, yeah, at exactly. worst, top two. Yeah. Um, you can't replace him very easily, even if you had a DP slot. Um, so you kind of have to switch gears. Yeah. It's like, does that mean that you try to deploy PD or Barco as a false nine or something like that? Or if you just deploy three guys up front that are just kind of interweaving. But Adam John is a capable goal scorer, which we've seen in USL. I don't know. I guess it remains to be seen. I've liked what I've seen from him thus far. Well, also, how does Rosetto and Castro fit into that? Yeah. Because we haven't seen either one of them really playing any significant minutes to this point. Yeah, and training was closed off, I think, today. Um, people were putting their tinfoil hats on that there was a trialist there, you know, somebody there maybe to yeah. try out and gotcha. see how they're going. Um, there have been rumors about, there was like a very ambiguous rumor about, or vague rumor, I guess I should say, yesterday about so hearing names of somebody who's won it all in Europe that's going to come over. Really? Yeah. And I don't know, yeah, I don't know who that would be at this point. I mean, Especially, it would have to be a older player with the amount of funds available that you're not going to be getting a DP signing. You would think, right? I mean, it's not going to be. Pirlo, cut it out. So, yeah, it's obviously thoughts and prayers with Joseph and his training and his recovery and everything else associated with it in the coming months. And I don't know, man. It's so... It's it's already started to create a divide, much like the first few losses of last season, where we haven't even lost a, our first match yet. We've only we're only one game into the season, and some people are willing to go ahead and write off the entire season as a loss. So Percy Herrera, and uh, he's watching on Twitter and Periscope. He's saying uh, he thought he said you can pay up to what Joseph was making. I thought as long as you buy it down with Tam. I don't believe that is the case. Hmm. I want to say that MLSsoccer.com article that you sent me the other yeah. day said something to that effect. I don't know. I don't understand the freaking financial aspect of this league. It's it's hard enough to, to figure it out without injuries and exceptions getting brought in. But, um, yeah, I don't know. Um, 
I mean, how are you feeling right now? I think it's going to be fine. I, I think that this team is built in a manner that am I as – how do I put this? Am I as sure this week in the possibility of Atlanta making it deep into CCL and potentially making a run at the Cup this year? No. Do I think that it is impossible? No. I think that this team is built in a manner that, especially with the way that the MLS, the MLS, the way that MLS is structured, where more than half of the teams get into a playoff format, that, and what happened with Toronto and Seattle last year, ending up being in the final and beating out two of the best teams in the league last year in Atlanta and LAFC. It's sort of a Cinderella story format for MLS playoffs. So I think Atlanta could easily end up making a run and getting into that six spot in the playoffs potentially and making a run at the cup. Who knows? You know, maybe by then we've got some other pieces figured out and I, I'm just not willing to throw the whole season away as a loss. I'm, I'm just absolutely not. There's too many other good pieces in this lineup. And especially whenever you think about what's happened defensively with this team, with Miles Robinson being out, now Escobar being out, but still. What is, what is the report on Escobar? Haven't seen an official report. It's but just like uh, halftime, he got taken out for a muscle injury that I think it was precautionary because they thought. That's what I'm hoping. He man. picked something up prior if, to the game. If that's the case, Escobar isn't going to be out as long. You know, you know that Bello's training between Bello, what Mesa's been able to develop into, walks, uh, Miles Robinson, Escobar. Defensively, Guzan in the back. I mean, defensively, you look like a team that can at least hang to try to build a wall in the back that even some top scoring teams are going to be challenged to put one in on. And then you just kind of try to ride the wave to get into playoffs and see what happens. Yeah. And then we have the option for a three back or a four back too. And that's one of the takeaways that I think that I had from, from Saturdays, our defense, I thought looked great. I mean, a toe poke uh, from Walker Zimmerman aside. right? And, and offensively, you're still not bad at all. I mean, look at no. what Barco and pity are doing right Dude, now. Barco's goal was pretty great and then Heinemann coming in absolutely playing till the whistle and uh and burying that volley I mean if you're getting goals from your midfield like that it's it's definitely a sign of good things to come in my opinion right and I think that obviously a lot of discussion is going to be made about how much Joseph has been important and rightfully so to the goals and points accrued by Atlanta United over the past few years because he's hands down the leading goal scorer for the team and for the league for that matter. However, we're seeing Barco and Pitty play at a level that they haven't been at the past few seasons and they're playing together, which they haven't consistently last year. They, right. I mean, we had what four games where all three of our DPs were playing together, you know, something like that. Yeah, exactly. So, and both of them are looking to be in the right place at the right time and really finding consistency and link up play and playmaking opportunities. So, I think there's a lot of positives to take away right now that I'm not willing to throw the whole team away because of one player and a very significant player. Don't get me wrong by any stretch. What do you think of the uh, formation and the lineup? Let's talk lineup on Saturday. It was the same as what we saw in the CCL matchup against um, damn 
Matagua. Oh, this past weekend? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I'm I really like the lineup, the way that it's going three, two, 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 one, or whatever you want to call it. Yeah, I mean, I think the lineup has been working great. Um, I think that positionally things have been really well. I mean, Rometty had a couple of question mark moments throughout the game this past weekend. He, he to me was the least sharp of the whole team. Right. I think on on uh, Saturday. Uh, but the way that the the wingbacks were playing, Mulraney, I didn't even mention him. Dude, you know? Mulraney what has he's been, great. been doing, and then Brooks Lennon was he was whipping some crosses in. Granted, they didn't find their yeah. spot, but he's so fast and he's learning how to get those early crosses in. What about Mesa cutting that guy up on the back touch line? I about shit myself. Good <laughs> God! Anybody else just get completely just tense and puckered during it's that amazing. moment? Amazing. So yeah, I mean, again, I think defensively. The team is coming together, you know, and offensively, there's a lot happening. For all the talk about Joseph, right? It, again, I can't, I can't state it enough. What he brings to this team is huge. We didn't win with goals from Joseph this past weekend. Obviously, he played a part in that win. Don't get me wrong. Um, who all scored uh, against Matagua? I know that Joseph did have a goal. PD, PD had two, right? Right. Yeah. And Again, Joseph. Yeah. It's the goals that we're scoring right now are not all on Joseph's shoulders. Is all I'm trying to say. Yeah, but in the reverse of that, you could look know, at the the, X, the XG from Saturday I know, being I like point four or whatever it was. Right. Uh, oh yeah. And, 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 a lot of the game. I mean, Everson Heidman scored a worldie. I mean, Barco took a shot. Took one chance and and right. nailed it and. Yeah. Um, Frasa Hollicks, I don't know if I've seen that name in the trap. Thanks for joining us. He says, we need a tall, powerful striker who can latch on to crosses. I mean, that's Adam John. Adam John. Yeah. Exactly. Social media darling Adam John. Um, I guess we'll see how that pans out. Do you think he's the immediate replacement right now as we're trying to suss things out? Absolutely. Yeah. There's no other. I mean, he's the only player that's come in as a substitution for him so far. And clearly, he's won the favor of Frank DeBoer in the lineup to be in that rotational position. I mean, he came in whenever Joseph went out, right? Yeah. Um, it seems to make sense anyway. Connor Thompson in the trap. I swear, every time I see that that icon, doesn't that look like Frylock and Shake? It does. Yeah. He said, don't under- underestimate Emerson Hindman. He has goals on Club America, Orlando, and in the playoffs. And in these past matches, he has been there with assists. I don't know. There's some people that I think you need to talk to, Connor. And like Michelle says, now's the time for fans to lift the team. Absolutely. You know, you guys can uh, – I'm all the DeBoer out people and all of that aside, you know, we've had enough of – I mean, the fan base is fraught with people that are going to be skeptical and write the team off at the drop of a hat. But um, right now is – I mean, do you think – let me put it this way. Do you think Joseph's – sitting on the sideline convinced that the entire season's over and that the team is going to fall apart. No, he's going to be committed to trying to support the team and their efforts, despite what the results may or may not be, because until it happens, you don't know for sure. And I think we have that responsibility as fans and supporters of a team to do the same thing. So, yeah, I want to shout out Yvonne Pineda, Ivan Pineda uh, on uh, Periscope Club America podcast. Oh, nice. Yeah. Nice. We'll see you soon. We'll see you soon. Absolutely. He says, hello, my friends. Cheers. 
we're obviously playing Club America next on the next Tuesday, right? Yeah, it would be the ninth from today. No, is it tenth? It's sometime It'd be the next tenth. week. It'd be the I'm, I'm going crazy. Next Tuesday is I'm tenth. losing track. Or is it next Thursday? I can't. I remember. think it's next Thursday. I think it's the twelfth. Twelfth. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah, we will see you then, my friend. Yeah, we will see you then. One of those teams, and then a week days. later. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, I don't. Other things. Mulraney again. Mulraney, I think, is a bright spot for sure. Absolutely. Um, Fernando Meza is my signing of the year. I think he has been outstanding in the back absolute rock i can't wait to get miles robinson back there with him they're gonna Again, be unstoppable like thinking about our defense between escobar miles robinson Mesa, and mulraney or whoever i mean or if it ends up i don't even want to put george bellow into that because mulraney's been as good as he has been back there yeah that's true i mean bellow's going to be coming back soon so. oh absolutely yeah but either way no matter which way you cut it that back line doesn't give me any cause for concern right now. No, not at all. And I'm I'm excited and a, while, about the pace. And right while now, I though. agree, like we have some question marks offensively with one player. If we're drawing games, we're still getting points. And if we're, I mean, something's got to fall one way or the other. And I'm not, I'm not convinced that this team can't score goals with the firepower that you have between Pity, Barco, John, Heinemann, whoever else. I mean, Brooks Lennon up there in finding space consistently. Yeah. And not to mention the East this past weekend and opening weekend. Yeah. It was all over the place, I felt like. Absolutely. I mean, nobody knows what's going to happen this Red season. Red Bulls are supposed to be one of the worst teams in the East now. And they came out and uh, put three up on Cincy pretty quickly. Um, Brandon Vasquez had an assist. They almost uh, they yeah. almost came back in that game. Yeah. Uh, NYCFC drawing, getting a red card. Uh, Cheneau, I want to say. Um so they lose one of their defenders for two or another game. They lose to Columbus. Columbus wins one nothing on them. Uh, Montreal comes out and wins. Yeah, like it's it's a wide open field. I came out and won in fantasy head to head. Yeah, he did. That's pretty cool. I want I want to shout out um, Graham Brasic. I want to say is the name. <laughs> Because we set up a really... No, no, no. He's still in. (laughs) Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, no. Uh, I booted somebody that was an Orlando fan. That's what it was. Yeah, so we set up like a a small head-to-head league. And I guess in the hour or two that we put it up that we were waiting on Kevin to get in. And somebody else, Graham Brasic, got in there. (laughs) It's like, man, we didn't advertise it or anything. I know. But week one, head-to-head. Yes, you beat me because I put Jordan Morris on the bench. Uh, if Jordan Morris would have been in and been my captain, I would have stomped you. Whatever. Yeah, Seattle would have. Uh, or Seattle's looking good again too, even though they lost to Olympia, and that was a weird one. Yeah, you didn't stay up for that. I don't no, think. I did not. Yeah, they lost in PKs. I saw that coming though. Um, they kind of got screwed over from leg one to to the end of leg two. Uh, ATL UTD fan 2020. Do you think Rosetto and Castro will be available for Saturday? I've not seen any reports on either of you, Tim. No. Does anybody else have any updates on the visa situation? I know Rosetto had some movement on it last week, if I remember correctly, that he was going to be traveling to try to get some of that resolved. I could be completely making that up, but I seem to remember there was some movement with his last week. Somebody somebody in the trap will know, for sure. Um, oh, another good point, uh, Elliot 
Beaven makes. I thought Lawrence Wyke Privilege played great, but a little shaky. A little shaky? That's what he said. Oh. Sorry. Looked a little shaky. Sorry. Can I just say that I'm really upset that you wouldn't let me tweet out hashtag Wyke Male Privilege? <laughs> now it's out there. It is. Hashtag blame <laughs> Eric. Yes. Eric, uh, Kevin Escobar's correct. Eric tears his ACL, has surgery, and then uh, and then Joseph ends up doing it. Maybe. Yeah, exactly. He took the one that Joseph needed. You definitely blame Eric. <laughs> That's Joseph's ACL. Give it back. Oh, Philly Gunner. What's up, Gio? Watching on, uh, watching uh, on Periscope. So you will not see us Saturday. Neither one of us are going to be there for the home opener this week. Yikes. Yeah. So Real Angie, plastic. Yeah. Angie, my uh, anniversary is, our one-year anniversary is this weekend. So we are going away. And I'm playing dress up. Yeah, you are playing dress yeah, up. Black tie gala with my gala. Yeah. And then I'm interested to see what coronavirus does to the turnout on Saturday. <laughs> no, I'm serious because well, it's like, not this week. It's the it's the following weeks that the yeah. attendance will start to go down. Well, they may be potentially uh, shutting down stuff like South by Southwest. Like you have Intel and Google and, and Facebook pulling out of South by Southwest Ugh. because of groups more than like five thousand. I think is the anyway. Yeah, uh, yeah. I, who knows? I didn't even think about that. The first case popped up in Atlanta yesterday. I heard. Yeah, in Gwinnett. It was a husband and wife that just came back from Italy. They must have gone to a Juve game. They got coughed on by Ronaldo. (laughs) You saw that, right? Juve has five players at least that have tested positive for it. And it's shut down. Yeah, they're playing games behind closed doors. Now, what if we could get MLS shut down for the season and then it's just a wash? (laughs) (laughs) I think everybody should come out because of coronavirus and make sure you. Oh, shit. Sorry. Will Bowron, you're right. It was was Fulton County, not Gwinnett. I, I don't. I got Gwinnett on the brain. That's oh, where no. we are right now. So. Oh no! Even closer. Yeah, even closer to the city. You're right. Great. Yeah. yeah. Keep that shit out of Gwinnett. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Keep that shit. Keep out that of shit. Gwinnett. ITP all you want. Uh, don't touch my <laughs> OT penis. <laughs> I see what you did there. It's great. Oh man. Okay. So what else did we have? So lineup. I thought everybody played pretty well. Aside from like again, a couple of boneheaded plays by Remedi over the course of the game. Yeah, and boneheaded's get, relative, right? It ends up getting a yellow card for the, getting fouled. Yeah, exactly. Oh, oh. So this is something we haven't talked about oh, at all this the game. Fucking the SWAT. So Pro came out and said, "This is whatever. It was not a a, a dog so." I tend to agree. But there's no way of proving it. There's no way of proving it's it. It's a spur of the no moment decision. Disproving it. And I want to say somebody. I can't. I can't he remember had who it was. Two on. defenders behind him that were inside the 18 or close enough that would be able to be there to make a play. That's my reasoning for Richard. In the moment, I was a hundred percent on the side of that should have been a red. A card. defender throws up two hands and knocks that down, and that's a that's a yellow. There's no guarantee that. That that's going into the upper right ninety from where Barco shoots that from. That a defender can't get some part of their body on it in the goal. Nothing about Dogso says it's going to go in. It's a denial of an obvious goal scoring opportunity. Okay. That you're taking away his ability illegally to chip that ball over you. Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. You're out of the goal. The goal is open. Fair enough. I don't know. 
I don't either. I don't know. It's, it's weird. It's very stupid. It, it is. Does, it, but I want to say I was, I was listening to Conti and Longshore after the game, and their point was that it doesn't really screw us over because it happened at the end of the game. It screws Portland over because Joe Willis can play against Portland. Oh, yeah. He's not getting suspended for a game that he should be suspended right, for. Yeah. Right. Portland should be playing against Nashville's second um, second string keeper. That makes sense. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Do you, how much do you think it being the first game of the season played into that? The first game of their – well, no. You know why? Because uh, Carlos Carmona got sent off with a red card in our, our home season opener. Did he? Right? Yeah. When? Stamping on a leg. Oh, that's right. Yeah. I forgot about that. It was our first that. game in existence. It was the first game of the season. I forgot about that. So I don't that. think it played anything into it. I forgot about that. Yeah. Completely forgot about that. Oh, man. I don't know, man. Yeah. So you're you're on, you're on of the stance that it should have been a red card. Yeah, for what it matters, yeah. It should have been a red. Yeah. The way I've seen it discussed and talked about, I don't know. I'm not as convinced that it was a red card just because that there was there was still players that were capable of making a play on the ball. But not really though, right? How is a defender 45 yards out capable of catching that shot? Well, they don't have to catch it. They they have no chance of making a play on that ball. Sure they do. How? Tell me how those guys make a play on that ball. As soon as it gets to them. What I'm saying is they're not going to – what are you saying? He's taking the shot as they're 45 yards out. What chance do they have to be in contact with the ball at that point? But the, the defenders aren't where the keeper is. There's still two defenders not another that, 20 not yards. Far. No, yes, that, not that You need far. to pull up the view, dude. I'm telling you, they're, they're, they're at the edge of the 18 whenever Barco's taking that shot at midfield. I'm telling you. There, there are definite players that would be able to close down a – 10 to 15 yard run to get into a vicinity to make a play on that ball whenever it reaches point of contact near or around the goal. What do you what do you say about Brandon Rich's comment? He said that's a very bad precedent that if you have a defender behind you, the goalie can stop a long shot without fear I, of getting a now, red card. Now that I think is the the most troubling thing is that again, there's no what's the what's the downside for a keeper coming out and just being able to do whatever they want? In the middle right, of exactly. open play. They shouldn't have a different set of rules. I agree. Yeah. That's, that's I mean, they literally the do problem. have a different set of rules, but they shouldn't <laughs> yeah. on the field, no, absolutely. in the outfield, absolutely. as it were, you know, outside of the box. That's, that's I think, a little bit more concerning is the precedent it sets because right. I, so I guarantee I, you somebody's going to – somebody's, to, somebody's smart, somebody smart would play that to their advantage, especially in like a playoff scenario or yeah, something. Yeah, for sure. We're going to have to do this because people are on my side. Will Bauron and uh, Brittany S. both – both saying no way. Will saying oh. that they start running back as soon as he takes the shot, but there's no way that or they get it at the angle that Barco shoots. I need to pull up. I'm not going to do it now because I'm going to get sidetracked. But MLS actually. Hey, we didn't get a copyright strike last week. What? What? <laughs> uh, Weeby actually posted a video on, on the instant replay where they showed it and showed the camera angle like a how many top cans down of Pringles view. did they give it for? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but they showed the top down view, and I'm. 95% sure that there were defenders inside the 18 whenever Barco releases the shot. Not the first one, but the second one, which is what incited the handball. 
the defenders kept moving back while the keeper was there. So, I don't know. It's tough to see, but it's still a win. Yeah. And goal differential doesn't mean shit in MLS, so I guess I don't care that much. Exactly. We get the win. Exactly. Nashville looked okay. I thought so, too. Um, They were good on defense, I felt like. Um, But we were playing... I, I liked how quickly we were playing. Not as much as I liked how quickly we were playing. Oh, so we haven't talked about the Matagua. second, yeah, the second exactly. Matagua game. The pace of play in that Good was... Good yeah, God. Yeah. That game was the best that I've seen Atlanta look in a while. It just consistently for the entire game felt like Atlanta was in control and was dictating everything that they wanted to do on and off the ball. It did not seem like they were struggling to create opportunities or to shut down opposing ones whatsoever. And Matagua had no response aside from some dirty tactics here and there to try to slow things down some. Yeah. Adam Alcorn in the trap. New name, I think, saying hi, everyone. What's up, Adam? How are you, man? Thanks for joining us tonight. Yeah. Bradley D, been in a meeting. What up? What up, dude? You know what we do. Is that Bradley? Is that the first name or last name? You guys related? No, it's mine. It's my it's my second account. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody try to get the Bradley T. <laughs> it's my private account. Get it? <laughs> it's my private. Your privates. Account. Oh my god. Uh, um. So what are you thinking about? So what are your what's your thoughts on the season right now? Oh, we're going to win the whole thing. You think you really? I'm an eternal optimist. Okay. I'm ready to get hurt again. Okay. That's, <laughs> pull up that Michael Scott game. <laughs> okay, great. I am ready to get hurt again. I, I don't obviously think our chances are lessened by Joseph being gone. I'm not going to be that much of a homer to think that we're going to have some easy waltz into the into, in the playoffs or anything like that. I still think we're a playoff team through and through. Um, I mean, when we're competing with the likes of New England and Philly and New York Red Bulls for the last probably two slots out of the seven, I like our chances. And then going into a winner-take-all winner-take-all tournament, and uh, especially with the single elimination, yeah, right? that's what that's what I mean. It's like um, anything can happen. Yeah. You catch a you know catch a hot streak, and you're all of a Do sudden it, winning. Look at Seattle, win the way Toronto did. Last year. Well, Seattle won last year. I mean, one oh, yeah, yeah, in terms of, yeah, you're right. You know, you get a wonder goal and end up getting into final match. Yeah. Um, I'm liking, obviously, again, it dampens our chances at CCL. I do like the fact that that's what I think Club America got kind of humbled yeah. by Comunicaciones. Like they were, they were pretty much shooed in by everybody, including MLS, to say, you know, Club America is going to play the winner of Atlanta and Matagua. There's like disrespect in the in the fact that, well, it's a shoe in for Club America to beat this El Salvadorian team. At least the El Salvadorian and Guatemalan. I I I keep forgetting. Um, but like they didn't feel the same about Atlanta playing against Matagua. I don't know, but it really kind of either Club America has trouble getting up for those kind of games, or they're not as good as everybody thinks they are. We beat them here last year. We didn't. We had Joseph then. I, 
and I think it was Will said it. Yeah. Will said CCL doesn't feel great, but I feel good about this season. That's kind of where I am. I think that the team overall, um, whether through the traps kind of going off, so I can't follow some of the, somebody else had mentioned something along the lines of like, we need a proven striker, whatever, whatever the solution is for this team over the course of the season, I have no doubt in the ability of the front office and, and Frank DeBoer and the team to figure out what that is. I think trying to find out what that solution is in the next two to three weeks is a little premature and I don't have as much optimism on that front. Uh, I'm happy with what Atlanta did against Matagua and I hope that they at least compete against Club America, but I'm not as optimistic about them making a run of any kind. You know, maybe we, we pull out a win out of that series against Club America, but I'm not optimistic about running deep into it. And I, but at the same time, I think that this team is built in a way that if they don't have the pieces there already, that they have the people in place to find out what that missing piece is going to be and at least be able to be serviceable over the course of the season. I don't know how this team with the lack of one player goes from first or second in the conference to below sixth. That doesn't make any sense to me. No, I don't think so either. Uh, Kevin Escobar is saying, uh, echoing what Will Balron's saying, he's saying exactly Will, plus uh, Frank DeBoer has been going for versatility this entire time. Now it's just one more trial to see how well we can adapt. Well, isn't that the whole point Total of Frank's? football? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Next man up, essentially. And Everybody you can at, play everywhere. And again, look at the way Joseph's been playing this year. Joseph's not been playing the way he has been in years past. You've seen him drop back into the midfield more and more. Yes, he's still sitting on that defender's shoulder at times to try to get up for a quick header or a quick breakaway. And we've seen him be able to do so. I mean, he had a great goal against Matagua doing that um, last week. But his his game and his approach to the team has completely changed and is assisting a lot more as a result. You see him linking up a lot more with one twos with pity. I mean, that led to pity's brace a couple of weeks ago where Joseph was setting him up more than you were relying on Gressel to feed a crossover to Joseph or somebody playing a ball to him waiting on that defender to take a misstep. So I think the team is being restructured a little bit in the way that Joseph's being utilized. And that maybe lends itself to somebody else being able to still be serviceable and for Barco or pity or whoever those goals to be distributed a little bit more efficiently. Yeah, I guess we'll see. Uh, what do you think about what Clayton Poss says? He said, dang, Tito would be huge right now. Yeah, but at the same time, I mean, it's we saw opportunities for Frank to put Tito in that position whenever opportunities presented themselves last year, and he didn't do that. So I don't know that Tito was ever going to be that person with the way that Frank wanted to run the offense. I mean, I think Tito's a great player, don't get me wrong, but I don't know that he would have been that position outright, you know. Just me. Hot take. This injury makes the Gressel sale look brilliant. He barely connected with anyone else, and now that Joseph's out, Gressel wouldn't be nearly as impactful. It's a good point. Sounds like uh, Gressel had a pretty decent showing with his first yeah, game Yeah, he had an DC. assist. Yeah. They lost the game. Yeah. They lost to was that Montreal, Miami, or Columbus? 
What's it called? No, no, no. Columbus beat New York City. That's what it was. And then and LAFC beat Miami. LAFC did beat Miami. That's yeah. Who they played. Um, hold on, I'll pull up the results from this past weekend. Um, <clears throat> DC lost to Colorado in Colorado, the last moments. Uh, Montreal beat New England. Houston and Galaxy, or yeah, Houston LA Galaxy tied one one. San Jose and Toronto tied. Uh, Dallas beat Philly. Orlando drew Real Salt Lake. Um, and then for the rest of the East, NYCFC lost to Columbus. Cincinnati lost to New York Red Bulls. And then, yeah, Miami lost to LAFC. Gotcha. Miami didn't look that bad a team. I mean, losing one nothing to LAFC. LAFC coming off of that crazy good comeback against Leon. Yeah. That was a hell of a game. Yeah. That showing that they put out was uh, uh, kind of scary. Wait, I forgot. We also haven't talked about the the other games this past round of CCL, which was the Tigres win. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Tigres against uh, Alianza. Holy shit. Yeah. That Bring was... the keeper out in the fourth minute of stoppage time. Yeah, and win the game to off win of a header, yeah, off of a keeper incredible. header on a free kick. My God, so good. <laughs> I guess people can hear him scratching. Oh, really? <laughs> Must be able to hear him scratch. Kendrick asking to let the dog go in the studio. It's just the problem is he eats his feet whenever he gets in here. He's just the worst. Yeah, he is the worst. Just the worst. Um, yeah. It, we have Cincinnati. So. After this show, we will be joining um, Cincy Soccer Talk to yes. preview their their match to or March to match day. How do you feel about that game right now? Um, I still feel pretty confident. In it. I felt confident in it last year. Yeah, I think and then it drew, do. and we drew against them. Um, Brandon Vasquez had an assist for them. Uh, I think he had a decent showing. They have some good signings. Uh, did, I don't know, man. Um, going up there. Is what happened be... with their whole coach situation? They just have an interim coach right now. Gotcha. A caretaker. Because Ron Jans, resi- he, he resigned. Yeah. I, knew after that, the controversy. I knew that yeah. happened, but I didn't know if they had gotten a full replacement yet or if they were still looking or what. Yeah. ATL UTD 2020 says spike replacement for Joseph. No questions. Spike scores yeah. eight hat tricks on Cincy. I think we're I finally like it. in Air the Bud situation. Yeah. Yeah, that sucks. We've been talking about this damn Airbud situation. I, <laughs> I think, think it's, it's finally upon us. Finally time. Finally time. Um, Let me know when... What? That didn't make any sense. Let me know when you're... I can provide the beer for the show. I'm in the business. In the okay, business Bradley D. giving you the business. The Bradley D. That's right. <laughs> the Kevin Bradley D. <laughs> um... Yeah, I, I agree with Coach Steve. Uh, at home, I feel okay. I think I'd like to know what's going to happen with the absence of Escobar, right? Um, I think that's the Did biggest. I say we were going up to Cincinnati? I don't think you did. Okay. I just want to make sure I didn't. I don't think you did. You might have. But feel I feel like an idiot. Yeah. yeah. Welcome to my life. Um, I think my biggest question right now is what we're going to do. As much as I've talked about how this team looks defensively, Coming into this week without knowing anything about Escobar, I don't know what ends up happening on the defensive side of the ball with him out. Why not George Campbell? Like, where's George Campbell been? Anybody know? I mean, no he idea. had a he had some pretty decent showings in in preseason and has not been. Mm. 
Do you bring in? Hmm. Is Mo Adams naturally on the left? That's what the only. He's thing. naturally a center defense mid. Do you put him in? Do you go Mulraney, Meza, Adams, um, walks? walks. I think Lorenowitz over Mo Adams. That makes sense too. Yeah, I didn't really think about that. Yeah, and Jeff hasn't really played. I mean, he didn't play the past two games, did he? I think he came in as a sub, right? Yes. Yeah, he came in as a sub against Nashville. That's right. Uh, will Balroni says, I think since he will come down to our defense, I don't know what that means, but they scored three, I think, last week. They scored two goals. Two goals. They gave mm. up three. Mm. They gave up three. They gave up three against a, kind of a weak New York Red Bulls team. So, um, yeah, I don't. I feel, I feel pretty decent about Saturday. I I'm gonna go draw. Uh, I'll say nil nil. Just gotta Saturday. find a place to watch it in Nashville. Yeah, I um, I mean, it's gonna be on Fox Sports One, so it's not gonna be on a random. Yeah, it's true. I could just, we get. could just watch it on YouTube TV. We're fine. I mean, most places have that's FS1. true. One, yeah, it's not like it's Fox Sports South. Yeah, we don't have to worry about Charlotte being in the league playing at the same time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. FS One, most places will have, so should be pretty easy to get picked up. Yeah, I like I said, I'm feeling a draw. I just don't know what to expect right now with the the turnover being so soon. Um, I think that the the crowd will definitely play a big part this weekend for sure. Yeah, I think so too. Um, it's going to be intimidating for them to come in regardless. Rude. Yeah, that's my phone going off. How'd that come through my headset? Because it's coming through the computer. So my computer gets my phone calls, and then it's gotcha. going through the mixer. Gotcha. Uh, hopefully nobody else heard that. It's rude. It's just like listen any podcast you listen to. So people could call up. you on your phone, and you would hear it through the mixer? We would hear it through the mixer, yeah. But, but not I don't know if it would record it through the mixer. Somebody want to try it out? No. no just, I'm not giving my phone number out. You don't have to. I will. <laughs> That's not how it works. You're not getting it. <laughs> Oh, speaking of, we do have um, voicemails. We do have voicemails to play. Six seven eight eight two seven three two nine seven. Voicemail line is always open. It never closes, whether it is dark or not. Um, you can always depend on that. So, if you want to call and leave us a voicemail, six seven eight eight two seven three two nine seven. Be sure to do so, and we'll play them just like this one. Just kidding. Try that again. Hey, homies. This is Gabe from Tennessee. I uh, wanted to call and talk about the Joseph Martinez injury. Uh, I've got a haiku of sorts for the occasion. So here you go. My Joseph Martinez injury haiku. Fuck, 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 fuck. <laughs> fuck, 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 fuck. I will die. <laughs> what was the last bit? What is what is the did Google Translate get that last bit? But they, they <laughs> no, no. But they they, they transcribe it f u k, which is pretty great. That's pretty great. He's, he left another one. Hey, home before dark. This is Gabe from Tennessee. I wanted to call and talk about the Justice Martinez injury. I decided that I wanted to write a haiku. Oh, it's, I think he just messed up the first one. Fuck, 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 f
think that's too we many. We love you, Joseph. Oh, we love you, Joseph. That's what it was. There it is. The last little bit fell off of the first one. Uh, six seven eight eight two seven three two nine seven. Um, yeah, you're right. Uh, coach Steve mentions, we do need to get a voicemail number. Maybe we'll, I'll try to work on our overlay that we have in the top right corner for next week so that we can make sure that our voicemail number is on there so that everybody can see it. Anything else? Was it just the one from Gabe? Um, yes. Okay. Six, two, seven or six, seven, eight, eight, two, seven, three, two, nine, seven. It's not gonna let you put it in there. I tried it before. Should have did do it. Oh, there it goes. There you guys go. Oh, what is that coming out the, of your it mouth? Did, yeah, it's like a, <laughs> it's like one gross. of those internal burps. You that know what gross. I'm talking about? It's like or gurgles when you're yeah. Throat. I really like whenever it's real quiet. And I get one of those internal farts, and I'm like, who heard it? <laughs> I tried to hold it in, and it still made Phantom. a noise. I wish I would have just let it go. Phantom fart. Should have just let it yeah. go. It still made a noise inside my body. That's not fair. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, come on, man. Oh, Jesus. Score prediction on Saturday? 0-0 zero, zero for me. 0-0? Zero, zero. Yeah. Both both teams scoreless? Yeah, I think so. Brandon Vasquez going to come down with a point to prove? Yeah, probably. Yeah. I don't know. I don't see it going nil-nil. What are you thinking? I'm thinking we come out of this with a win. Okay. One-nil. Okay. We get an Adam John. Ooh, banger. Yeah. Well, it's more of like a really well-placed header off of a cross from Brooks Lennon. Not necessarily a banger. I'll take it. I think he just he just places one home. It's a mash. Yeah. Yeah. Bangers. Bangers and mash. Yeah. Man, PB and J. <laughs> we still have PB. I never made PB and J whenever I grew up. I just made peanut butter sandwiches. Ooh. Bradley D saying Hyman gets it. Oh, One God. Nil. The Parceros would be so upset. <laughs> <laughs> Ron, Brittany where, S, 2 0. Where you at, Ron? I got those receipts. Where you at, Annabelle? I got those receipts. Exactly. You should have heard Tim, whatever Hyman <laughs> scored. He was relentless. Yeah. Just. That's my boy. Unbearable. I, I, went, ar- I went around and. Because dude, I, I, I will be very transparent in saying. Before the game, I asked everybody. We watched. We watched at everybody's house, and uh, I would say I was asking as like, "Do I have rose-colored glasses when it comes to Emerson Hindman? Do I just like him so much that I think he's better than he is?" Yeah. I got. I won't say who said it, but pretty much everybody said I think so. No, Andy said it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, calling him out. Yeah. He's not in the trap. Yeah, it's He'll true. Find out tomorrow whenever he actually listens. Did you see Eric pop out earlier? What? Uh, yeah. Eric popped up after we blamed him for Joseph's ACL. He <laughs> said, I hate you guys. And then went away. <laughs> He's got that Percocet. That Percocet Eric right now. Give Joseph his ACL back. Give it back. What's the return policy on ACLs? <laughs> <laughs> Does anybody know if Joseph had a clean tear? Or... Um, or if it was like a slight tear, is he going to be eligible for, um, you know, a uh, cadaver or anything like that? So Will Bauron is saying, in, in talking about Emerson Heidman, he said he's, he's fucking good. He said he only missed one pass on Saturday. Yeah, 90% pass accuracy? 91. 91. And okay. 
And I dare say, I not, without having going back and watching those Matagua games and just counting, oh, yeah. I'm pretty sure he was near 100% was passing yeah. on both of those games. Yeah. I, I completely agree. I think the biggest... I think the biggest gripe I have with Heinemann is the assumption that he's the Nagby replacement. And I don't think that that's the right way to phrase or to capture his contributions to this team or his role. Uh, I think he's a great player. Yeah, I agree. I've, I've never been of the opinion otherwise. Um, yeah. So we'll see. Yeah. Six, seven, eight. Eight two seven three two nine seven. And if you guys are listening to us after we record live, you can always lead us a or leave us a uh, voicemail in the lead up, and we'll play it on the show. Yeah, and no new ratings or reviews, but you can still leave those on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts at. Reviews we will read aloud on the show. I think we're still at what one eighty eight. Ooh, so Bradley D brings up. Yeah, we're at one eighty eight. He's saying brings up anyone hear the Manzukic rumor. Manzukic hasn't won everything. Like, if it's going to the whole, he's won everything in Europe, every big tournament in Europe, I don't know that Manzukic, he didn't win the World Cup. Granted, he was in the final um, against France. He's won plenty of titles with Bayern Munich and with Juve. It's Iron Robin. I actually thought it was Frank Ribery. <laughs> Because River is he's thirty nine years old or whatever care. it is thirty six years old. Put him out there um, in the walker. I would take Olivier Giroud. Yeah, I agree with Will. Uh, Olivier Giroud. Bring Vin Nesselroy back. <laughs> <laughs> Bring him out of the grave. He's not dead. <laughs> His knee's probably dead, but. Just fun. <laughs> um, I don't know. Um, Bring all the Dutch players. I like it. Yeah, I don't know. I would. Yeah, that would be awesome. Just sign all the Dutch players. So I saw somebody rumored from Ajax, and I can't remember. Uh, MLS posted. I really like the new MLS app. Yeah, it's a lot better than it used to be. I really like it. I've found myself actually reading articles and stuff like that. But they did post a whole article of potential acquisitions for Atlanta they United. Did. Yeah. And one of them was somebody from Ajax. I can't remember who it was. A little bit older, but um yeah. Anyway, the new app's pretty great. Fantasy has been a lot of fun. I like the head to head matchup. Maybe we can do that. What's the biggest we can do for head to head league? Oh, uh, we can probably pump it up to like thirty two or something like that. Maybe that's what we need to do next season. I like this format a lot more. It's probably not too late to do it for like we can maybe have two different leagues, but um okay. Here are the ten that you're talking about from Greg Seltzer on MLSsoccer.com. Who can replace Joseph Martinez? Here are ten transfer targets for Atlanta United. Um Carlos Baca is pretty far pretty far down. Yeah. Carlos Baca from Villarreal, Olivier Giroux from Chelsea, Clausion Huntelar, who's thirty six years old. Crazy good goal scorer over the years. Uh, plays for Ajax. Yeah. Uh, Vidad Abisevic, um, who plays for Hertha Berlin. Uh, Fernando Caranga, Enrique Dorado. I don't, these are the names I, right. Th- this dude's name is Duckins. I'm on Duckins Nazan. Yeah. Dude, fuck it. Fucking Duckins. PB and Duckins. <laughs> PB and D. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> <laughs> Sol- Solomon Rondon. I've seen a lot of shots Sounds like in the my trap. kind of party. A lot of a lot of shots in the trap for Solomon Rondon, a guy who has not won any tournaments. Uh, I don't think. 
Um, plays for West Brom. Or no, he plays for Newcastle. Sorry, right? Um, he's Venezuelan striker. Um, uh, let's see. Sebastian Soto, U.S. Olympic team hopeful. Daniel Sturridge wouldn't be able to play until June, June or July or whatever it is. Yeah. Um, Enzin Cavani? Nope. Uh, going to be too expensive. Josh Sargent talk. Um, I would take Josh Sargent, but I'm a big homer. Um, yeah, Rude Van Nistelrooy. I like that shout. Uh, I, like I really that like too. that shout. I like it. You, get yeah. him, you could easily get him under that. What about? I've heard rumors Josh Bagrianski might come out of retirement. <laughs> He's got to get his schedule to line up with his coaching. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> let's hope his let's hope his playing is better than his coaching from what yeah. I hear. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I hope he listens this late into the show. Well, if what they say is true, those who can't play coach it says a lot about And those Josh. who can't coach TPE. <laughs> Do podcasts. Do podcasts, <laughs> yes. That, that is very true. That is very true. Uh. Um, <laughs> PB and D. <laughs> Yeah, no dogs in that house. (laughs) 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 Oh, God. That image. Oh, great. Oh, God. All right. I feel like Kevin Escobar is our... He is our key demographic. (laughs) (laughs) Everybody that tunes into this fucking thing past the 40th minute is our demographic. We love you guys so much. It's ridiculous, man. Um. This is it's just so much fun every week. It is just to shoot the shit with you guys. Um I wonder how many people have we muted or been muted by, I mean, on Twitter, you think at this point? Because of bubble stuff or no. <laughs> no, not because of bubble stuff. Um no. Just I don't know. Just, I, just of I our... think about that sometimes. Really? I don't know. We're getting close to two thousand followers true. on Twitter. We're close to five hundred um 500 subscribers on YouTube. I know. It's pretty great. We're getting there. We're, we're like 25 away. It's like seven, 475. Yeah. Just in time for you to get a couple more copyright strikes for this. Uh, Let's go! Yeah. <laughs> right some, my, my goal for this year is to have 100 people in the trap one night. I know. We've, it would be untenable. Oh, yeah. It would be, <laughs> be impossible. It would be ridiculous. It would be like whenever you watch one of those. Um, How we get mods, though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we need mods. Yeah. We need somebody just in the corner, just we need a young Jamie people, over there. kicking people. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, damn it. Um, what I already forgot what I was going to say. You're talking about all of our accolades and oh, get a hundred people in the trap one night. Yeah, I think that would be. I think that would be really fun. Oh, I was going to say it'd be it'd be like whenever you load up one of those streams, you know, oh, yeah. one of those streams, and then the chat pops up and yeah. people are just <laughs> spamming emojis yeah. and shit yeah, like yeah. that and stickers and all that. Yeah. That's Fuck what that. I want to see. Yeah. I want our stream to look like those illegal streams. <laughs> <laughs> but totally legit. Yeah. I like it. Totally legit. Hey, remember that time we had that Russian bot in, our, in the trap? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We really are a universal show. Yeah, we are. Um, next Monday, we will have the great Jason Longshore joining us. Live in studio. Hey, what happened this Monday, by the way? Weren't we supposed to have some really yeah. good guest? Felipe Cardenas will be joining us. Uh, we were unable to to get it to line up yesterday, so he will be joining us soon. He listened to one of the shows and was like, oh, I don't think so. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, wait. It's like, what did, what I, did I do? What did I agree to? 
Um, As always, hail Hydra. Just take questions pre-show, and then we fight for your attention in this chat. I like it. Oh, yeah. We really don't do that often as far as um, doing questions before the show. No, we don't. I, because it just goes against the, the format of coming in unprepared. <laughs> That's Speaking of, in 15 minutes, we have to get on with uh, yeah. FC uh, Cincinnati. Bradley D., how big are the meetups? Um, he spelled meat wrong. It, first of all, yeah, the meat is spelled wrong. Uh, secondly, if you're talking about ours, I don't know. 10 people? 10, 15? Yeah, 10, 15 in the atrium. Yeah, and, so, and some just kind of come and go. just depends. But yeah, normally nice pretty and good intimate. Time. Yeah, exactly. Got lots of you got pictures. Here, I'll put the pictures up there. Just, just want to splash. Play, them. play, play the people out. Play the people out, and I'll put the pictures up there. Yeah. It'll be like an in memoriam. Oh, why would you say that? Uh, so yeah. However, you found us. Thank you for doing so. Um, that's whenever Danny Palacios was a shapeshifter and turned into another human being. Oh, gross. That's true. Why are you covering me up? Oh, look at that face. That's cute. What are you doing, dude? This is bad. Anyway, uh, however you found us, thanks for tuning in. If there is a like, subscribe, thumbs up, any of those things, please do so. Again, if you are subscribed on YouTube and want to know whenever we go live, hit that bell icon to get a notification whenever we do so. If you're listening to us on whatever your podcatcher is, and if there is a way to leave a rating or review, please do so. All reviews, good or bad, will be read aloud on the show. We love the hell out of each and every one of you. Thank you so much for tuning in, however you did so. We'll see you next time. As always, 